I'm Steven. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of The Steven and Kevin Show, we're going to offer you seven tips for remembering people's names. Welcome back everybody to episode number 79 of the Stephen and Kevin show. Today we're talking about remembering names. And this is important because if you're out socially prospecting as an advisor, you're meeting new people, you're, you're meeting someone at the club or a networking group or just um, a new neighbor, right? Or wherever it might be, you need to remember their name. It's a sign of respect. It shows people that you care. Yeah, I can, I can remember a handful of people in my life who I distinctly don't like, mainly because <laughs> I've met them enough times for them to remember my name and they don't. Mm -hmm. And I think we all have people like that where you're like, you should remember me by now. We had um, we had someone call in and they were interested in, in our coaching program. And in particular, they said they wanted to do more social prospecting, but they almost had this phobia about prospecting. They didn't want to do it because they said, I have a really, really hard time remembering people's names. And it's a terrible feeling, right? Especially when you run into someone for the second or third time and they're saying, Hey, Steven, how you doing? And you're like, Hey bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, hey man. Hey man. Yeah, yeah. You, hey. And then it becomes very apparent that you don't know their name. Yes. Right. It's obvious after a little while. And we've all been there before where Sometimes we do it well and those times aren't all that memorable, but sometimes we miss getting somebody's name right out of the gate and mm -hmm. those are the ones that stick with you. Yeah. Like you mentioned the neighbor thing. I met a neighbor one time. This is right when I moved into the neighborhood and I meet this person and I did not pick up the name yeah. and live right next door to the guy for years and could not figure out what his name was. All because I missed the opportunity right when we introduced ourselves to commit it to memory, to remember yeah. it. So I think we all, we all have some good and bad with this. We all can, can improve a little bit and that's what today's all about. So one of the things that is important to remember about coaching, when we look at a coaching program like ours, some of it's educating you with new ideas, some of it's holding you accountable to things that you know you ought to be doing but maybe don't do as consistently as you'd like. And the other part of it is skill training. Today represents a skill training, mm -hmm. whether it's remembering names or asking for the business or just being good at building rapport, skill training goes a long ways in taking the activities you're doing and making them more productive. So if you haven't already, complete a coaching consultation. We'd love to chat with you about your group and, uh, and see if there's a fit. But let's get into the seven today. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna give you again, seven different tips for remembering people's names. Um, some of these, again, you might think, oh, that's really basic. Others, you might think, oh, that's a clever way to do it. The objective as we go through these is to kind of find your style and method for doing it. Um, and, I, and I'll share with you as we go through some of my tips for doing it, because frankly, this is something that I heretofore was not very good at um, until I ad adapted one of these. Now, the first tip we're going to offer you today is just making a conscious effort to actually listen, right? If the kids are s screaming and you're meeting someone new or, you know, you're ha your, your mind is thinking about something else and you're sh while you're shaking their hand and they're, they're telling you their name, you are not going to remember it. You need to consciously stop and think, okay, his name is Greg, right? Greg, you know, and you need to just be tuned in and be there in the moment. Yeah, and part of number one is just selling yourself on the importance of this interaction we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, selling yeah. yourself on the fact that, hey, this is a big deal, I need to pay attention. Yeah. So when you go into it with that mindset, you're naturally a little bit more attuned to not just what their name is, but what else you learn about them early on in terms of 
where they live, why they came to this um, this function you're all at. But you mm -hmm. know, being tuned in, making a conscious effort. Right. Number two, associate their name with someone else you know. Now, this one could be in the form of if I meet somebody whose name is Matt, I think this Matt, Matt Oxley. Uh, you know, there's some there's some connection there that helps me piece this together. Yeah, uh, here, here's an example. So my brother recently got married in Southern California. My wife and I, my, my wife Michelle and I went down to the wedding and we met um, my brother's new wife, her, her mother, right? And when I met her mother, she said her name was Carol. That's my ex-wife's mother's name. And I know that seems kind of random, but I just said, okay, Carol, oh yes, the only, the other Carol that I know was my ex-wife, Carol, Carol, perfect. I did not forget her name again, <laughs> right? So that's just, I mean, that's, and I, and I did it, and that was one, that's probably one of my favorite ones to use is just associate them with someone else you know. Also, you can associate them with, you, you don't have to know the other person, like it could be a famous sports figure, right? So if it's like, oh, Michael, that's like Michael Jordan, right? Like, or whatever, whatever it might be, you can associate them with someone else. Number three, associate their name with a unique personal feature. <laughs> I like this one. I'd love to hear some examples, Kevin. <laughs> so this is one that you would never tell anyone in a million years. Um, but if, and, and this works really well if you use some alliteration as well. So I meet someone named Carl and Carl has like this, this terrible comb over, right? I think in my head, Carl with the comb over, right? right. I meet uh, Claire, Claire has really curly hair. It's Claire with the curly hair, right? If you do some alliteration there, it will absolutely help it stick in your brain. Somehow I could see that one spilling out after a couple of drinks sometimes. Oh, I'm telling you, you Claire that, with the curly hair. Uh, I, I think Carl with the comb, <laughs> Carl, Carl with the comb over is way worse, right? But um, I just wanted to show you some examples that include alliteration and, and that one really, really helps. Number four, ask them to spell it out loud. Yes. Carefully. I don't think you do this over the top of, uh, you know, could, could you spell that last name for me? Mm. But I think you could, um, Think about it this way. Stephen could be with the PH or a V. That's a great one. So when someone meets me, one way to commit it to memory might be, so Stephen, are you a PH or a V? Yeah, right? I, I've heard people say that to you before and you're like, PH, is there any other way? Uh, like, come I, on. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, this one's really good for unique names as well, right? So uh, I remember meeting one of our good friends from grad school, Varun, right? And it was like, when he said his name, he said it so quickly, it was like, Varun. And it, I was like, can you spell that for me? Right? And like, and then it just starts sticking a little bit. V-A-R-U-N. Okay. Like it just, it, it'll, it'll help. Yeah, exactly. First name or last name. So you get Matt Oxley. You don't have to have him spell Matt, but Oxley, that's a unique name. How do you, how do you spell that? Yeah. Right? So uh, these are all things that just, you know, when you're going to this conversation, you're thinking, this is important. I need to capture names, uh, especially at Kevin. I think you, you mentioned the, the wedding. Prime example. You're mm -hmm. there for a wedding weekend. You've got the, the, the bride's mother, yep. a name you should remember, but a name you could easily miss. Oh, easily miss. And I'm going to see her all that weekend with all the wedding festivities, and I want to know her name and remember it. Right. So Carol, I associate with another Carol I know, done deal. Another one you could say is, let's say you're in the first few uh, practices or games of your kid's sports team. Mm -hmm. Another time where if you capture a name there, pretty important. You'll use it all season long. If you miss it there, it's going to be a little awkward all season long. It is. And it's... And, you know, that doesn't mean you can't go back like to someone and ask them their name again and say, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm not great with the name. What was your name again? But when you do it that third or fourth time, it's like, dude, I've told you my name so many times. Yeah, if you go back after two, then, then I, you're kind of a jerk. Yeah, right? exactly. No, or then I shouldn't say that. You go back after two, you should have done some other homework or asked someone else. And this isn't doesn't make our list, but let's say, Kevin, uh, let's say you forget somebody's name. Mm. I think the best way to go about getting it 
is to ask somebody else, yeah. hey, remind me, what's his name? Yeah, that's a good one. And, right. and you know, asking your spouse, hey, do you remember their name? My spouse is terrible at this, so she's like, I don't remember it, you know? <laughs> but, but again, you, you, know, you, you could ask around, but you don't wanna have to be going back to them constantly for it. Um, next one on here, number five, is to connect on social media. So if you build a good rapport with them, so you might wanna ask them to be friends on Facebook. Uh, you, a, a no-brainer could be a LinkedIn request. And now you have it almost stored in a database so that if I were meeting, you know, I'm playing golf with a couple of guys and I'm like, what was his name again? And I'm connect, I, but I did connect on LinkedIn the first time I met him, I could probably pull it up and, and do some digging and find it somehow. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also what helps when you look at them on LinkedIn is that you're, you're building a mosaic of who that person is. So no longer is it just, you know, uh, Todd from the baseball game. Mm -hmm. This is Todd who went to this school, who is from this area, who has this job, and all of a sudden it's a little stickier in your mind because you get a better picture of who this person is. Yep, exactly. Uh, number six, repeat their name back to them. This is a little bit of extra insurance just so you can hear their name audibly again. The more you hear their name, the more you're gonna remember it. So if I'm meeting Varun, right, and I'm saying, oh, hey, Varun, you know, hey, it's great to meet you, Varun, right, like once he tells me his name. Um, you want some extra insurance on this? When you leave that conversation, say their name again. Hey, again, Varun, again, mm -hmm. nice meeting you. So it's just uh, the more you hear it audibly, that's a, just a helpful tip to make it stick. Yeah, and I think you know, some people go overboard with that. but I, I Like, like the they use their name it. too many times. Sometimes you're like, this is obnoxious. Where, what book did you read that said to do this? Some right? sort of, it's a Dale Carnegie thing. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Kevin. You know, Kevin, I, I would say um, one other thing. And then Kevin, you know, it's yeah. like, just stop it, please. <laughs> but um, intro, outro. Intro and outro, I love it. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, number seven, just write it down. Yes. Probably the surest way to have it committed to memory, especially if you're in, uh, you know, l let's say you're in an environment where you know it's gonna be really important to capture some names. You're in a, let's say this is a, a, a prospect-rich environment. Mm. You've got a little notepad in the, the breast pocket of your blazer or in your purse. Maybe you jot down some names, commit these people to memory. There's a bad way to do that though, right? You don't do that in front of people. And I, um, <laughs> there was a, and my wife and I are part of that Michigan watch party, right? We watch all the Michigan football games and, and, and such. And there was an advisor who just joined that group. And there's a ton of prospects there for him. A lot of doctors and, and you know, just high level professionals. And they let you guys go there? I was surprised they let us in. But no, but he, the first time you meet him there, he goes around, he starts, he's at, he's at the bar, we're watching the game. He's meeting everyone, shaking their hands. And he is, what was your name again? Oh, okay, okay. What do you do? Oh, okay. And right, and I was just like, what? This guy needs some training, right? But he could excuse himself to the bathroom and go write some of those names down. He could step outside for a second and pull it out and write it down. Don't do it in front of someone. I know that seems like an absolute no-brainer, but we just want to be crystal clear. Yeah, so when you put a wrapper around today, remembering names is a skill, yeah. right? It takes, you know, I think the first thing is like just mental importance in your own mind. It, it says, Stephen, you know what? You need to get better at remembering names. This helps you build rapport. And it's the first step to getting to know somebody uh, on, a, on a much deeper level. I noticed that my coaching clients who start remembering names, especially at like their club or things like that, they go into those types of, of venues feeling much more confident, mm -hmm. right? They're walking by someone and that person's saying, hey, Dan, and they're saying, hey, Jim, you know, like they, you just feel better about it as opposed to when you're there and you're like, oh gosh, who's gonna, who am I gonna see and do I remember their name or not? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if, again, if you haven't taken us up on a coaching consult, do so. We like talking to, to new people who uh, have been exposed perhaps to the podcast or some of the videos and, uh, and learn a little bit more about your business. If we can help, great. If not, then uh, you know, at least we had a good conversation. So uh, thanks for joining everybody.